Roshana Perk Base Mishnah Aleph two one and one more Mishnah on the topic of Edus testimony regarding seeing the new moon. The rule is in general that Mid Oraisa, any Jew is assumed to be kosher, has a Chezkas Kashras, and would be acceptable as a witness. However, as the Mishnah will go on to say, there were malicious heretical Jews by Susim and Kusim, etc., who had an agenda to undermine the process. And therefore, at some point, as Mishnah set forth, they changed it so that we wouldn't accept any old person who shows up with testimony unless we recognize him, we know who he is, or we have other people who we do know and trust acting as witnesses, a pair, to confirm that this witness who told the moon is someone on whom we can rely. And therefore, the Mishnah says, Im makirin oso. If they, the Sanhedrin, don't know him, the person who sold the new moon, so we send another with him to testify and confirm that he is he, the witness who saw the moon, is reliable. Now the word acher is singular as opposed to acherim, but it can't be the shot here that we send one other person because that's not sufficient for testimony. So acher here means another pair of two witnesses will go to accompany this one person to confirm that he is a kosher Jew whose testimony is acceptable in the Sanhedrin. Originally, they would accept the testimony regarding seeing the new moon from anybody, any Jew. However, once the heretical sects, a min is any heretical sect, they deny the existence of God or his unity or the or the veracity of the Torah, whether Shabal Peh or B'chsav, they're called the min, these particular minim are the Baisusim. The Baisusim were a group very much like the Sadukim, the Sadducees, who accept the Torah Shabbat the written Torah, is legitimate, but rejected the Torah Shabbat the tradition, the oral tradition regarding how to understand the Torah. And in fact, in the Gemara, the um, the the Mishnah's Girsa and the Bavli is actually Baisusim, although that is actually um, probably incorrect. The oral older versions in the Mishnahs we have in front of us today say min, probably just changed for the Christian censors because Christians, early Christians were also minim, they're also a heretical sect of Jews. In any case, um, these by Susim were malicious and they tried to cause mischief, as I'll explain in a minute, and once the Sanhedrin realized that was going on, hiskinu, they made a takana, they made an enactment. They didn't accept testimony from anybody other than those people who they recognize and knew, and that they knew could be trusted to give uh, legitimate testimony. Now, um, two points. The lesser point is on the word hiskinu, a takana. So rabbinic enactments basically come in two flavors, gezeros and takanos. A gezera is a protective fence to ensure that a doris is not trampled, extending the bounds of the what's restricted in the law. A takana is like a social enactment that it, it, it recognizes that society isn't living up to its um, what the Torah expected of it, and therefore have to change the rules because society isn't playing by the rules which the Torah was assuming. So a takana is essentially, since people have changed, the, the rules have to change. Now obviously if the Torah is perfect, the system is going to be, um, there'll be unintended consequences every time we make a takana, and that's an important rule to keep in mind. Every tikkun, every takana, every adjustment to the rules has with it consequences which are perhaps negative but the rabbis decided that the good outweighs the bad so that's always the case in every takana necessarily so since the torah is perfect 
if you fiddle with perfect, obviously you're going to get something that's imperfect. Um, and that's the case here as well, of course. Now, it's very sad that we'll reject a legitimate kosher Jew who shows up trying to give testimony and meaning well. Um, but the Chazal understood the alternative was worse. Now, what were these, what in the world were these Baisism trying to do? What was in it for them to undermine the process? So, it seems that the Baisism understood that when it comes to the carbon Omer, the bringing of the carbon Omer, it's brought, as the Pasuk says, Mimacharas HaShabbos, the day after the Shabbos. And the Torah Shabbat, the tradition is that the Shabbos we're referring to in that Pasuk is the first day of Pesach the 15th of Nisan, and therefore the time to bring the Korban Omer is the 16th of Nisan. And that's our tradition, that's what we do. However, the Baisusim understood that the Shabbos of the Pasuk refers to specifically a Saturday, a Shabbos. And therefore, when it says it has to be brought Memacharas, a Shabbos, the day after the Saturday, it means to be brought on a Sunday, Yom Rishon, the first day of the week. Um, even if that's not the day immediately after Pesach, it could be during Cholomoed Pesach. And therefore, it seems once it happened that the 30th day of the month of Adar came out on a Shabbos. And the Baisusim wanted that day to be decreed as Rosh Chodesh. Because that would make the 1st of Nisan be Shabbos, which would mean that the 8th and the 15th of Nisan would also be a Shabbos, which would mean that the 15th of Nisan, the first day of Pesach, would be a Shabbos. So that means the next day, the 16th of Nisan, when the Sanhedrin would arrange, when the Beis Miglish would bring the Korban Omer, it would be on the 16th of Nisan, which would come out on a Sunday, Yom Rishon, the day after Shabbos. And they wanted that to happen. So even though the moon wasn't visible or they there weren't witnesses necessarily who saw the new moon, the Baisusim went to lie to try to arrange that to happen. The Sanhedrin figured out what was going on. And therefore, um, they it didn't things didn't go bad. But nevertheless, um, once they realized this was happening, they decreed that we're not accepting witnesses without um, us knowing who they are so we know we can trust them.